hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Dork Side of the Ring. I am your host, the purveyor of all things dorky with inside of the scope of professional wrestling and sports entertainment. I am Grum. Hi. I hope you guys are doing good. I hope you guys are doing great and wonderful. It is a uh, it is a nice holiday weekend here as I'm recording this. The day, what is it? Would it be Boxing Day? Boxing Day uh, on you know for for the Patreon access and and uh, the, the, technically this is going to be the, this will be the first episode of the new year uh, on the on the main feed. So happy 2022. Um, over under three and a half months of saying 2021. Um, normally it's only like two months, but I feel like last year we were, I, I kept, or this past year, I guess I, I kept saying 2020 for like, I don't know, probably like four months. I think it was like May, May or June. <laughs> I was like, Hey, 2021. All right. Yeah, that's right. We're in 2021 and stop saying 2022. Um, but happy 2022, 2022. Good time. This is going to be a good year. It's going to be the year of the dork side. Last year was the year of launching the dork side. This year is the year of the dork side. Uh, so it'll be good, good, good year ahead of us. We're kicking it off with a fun episode this week from the close personal friends at Rolodex of my of my pals, and from their own podcast, The Vault. With Jackie Van and Connor, we have <laughs> Jackie Van and Connor, uh, Connor Lane from uh, from their respective po- for, uh, the, from their podcast, the Vault from the CPFs. It's good to have them. We're talking Glacier today, so if you don't know what Glacier is, um, just a quick, I'll give you a little. I think I'm going to do this a little bit, right, so that you can listen to, you have an idea of what 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 you're going to get ahead of yourself. Glacier, Glacier is WCW's attempt to cash in on the Mortal Kombat uh, craze years too late. <laughs> so that's that's if that's that's a good enough of a teaser to have you continue to listen past these first couple of minutes continue doing so it's awesome we talk about um, we talk about Disneyland the video game uh, rest in piss Urban Meyer I think when we recorded this he was about to get fired he wasn't he was he was not yet tired but or, or fired tired fired uh i'm tired that's why i said tired i just woke up from a nap and uh yeah we do a lot of that as you can tell by my yawning that's an experienced tired sleepy man uh my my christmas was uh, pretty good i got the uh dork side related stuff not so much but i did get something wrestling wrestling related i got the uh Andre the Giant Biography, the uh, Eighth Wonder of the World. Eventually, I'm going to get to that. I'm also still reading The Squared Circle by David Shoemaker. It's a good read if you have not already. I also have like Jalen Rose's autobiography that, that I need to read. Um, that I want to read, I should say. I don't have to read it, but I want to read it. I have it. Um, what else? Oh, I am no longer... Uh, or I'm starting... You know, the Patreon is in full effect. Uh, thank you if you were... You know, been a patron the first couple months of the Patreon without getting the full benefits of it. Uh, I did, I did what I could. You know, uh, f- you know, like the stuff. January is the first month of the Patreon being in full effect. Uh, you know, the benefits getting full, full kick in. Uh, YouTube videos, special streams, um, the whole kit and caboodle. 
That's over there at support.grum.tv. And if you wish to join the, the Discord, just go to grum.tv. Uh, yeah, that's right. No longer is it join.grom.tv. No, it is just regularly grom.tv because that's where I stream, grom.tv. It's my Discord. Um, I think the other thing that I need to tell you, avid listener, about the uh, about the goings-on, I am... This is the, the third-to-last episode or like recording that I did prior to, um, to December. So, I'm going to have some newer episodes, and we will have some uh, fresher references to bring up. Um, but that's uh, that's that's the fun part, right? So, this one, ne- next week's episode, we'll talk about at the end of the episode, and the following week, um, we're all recorded before December. So, a lot of, a lot, like, I think I did eight episodes um, before the end of December. So, I need, I was like, I got to get, like, ahead. So, um, but now... I can take a minute to this this next week. I'm like you know this week between Christmas and New Year's uh, for me as I'm recording this is uh, a relaxing one in terms of making and editing content. So I have about two weeks to get back in the back in the swing of things, and I will. Oh baby, will I? So that's that is the plan here. Uh, thank you guys for listening again for making 2021 a fun. I almost said 2020. 2021 a great year uh 2022 is gonna be a fun year uh we've got uh, topics planned for holidays coming up that'll be a lot of fun and uh i'm looking forward to i have my birthday at the end of january uh it doesn't fall on an actual podcasting day so that'll be good but i will be um merry christmas to me um me and my lovely girlfriend will be going to um cape canaveral at the end of the month, which is kind of fun because I've never, I've always wanted to go to Kennedy Space Center and I'm, you know, I like space. Space is always a fun little thing to think about and uh, I can't wait to go. So that's that. That's what I got for Christmas. Let me know what you got for Christmas. Go to Twitter at Dorkside Ring or at I Am Ground or go to Instagram and do so. Happy 2022. With further, without further ado, let's get into this. Myself, Jackie Van, Connor Lane, Connor Lane, Jackie Van, and myself talking about Glacier. From WCW. Right here on the Dark Side of the Ring podcast. Are you proud of me for knowing what a title belt was? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, of all the things that people have gotten, uh, have been like, hey, like, I know what this thing is. Uh, you're the first to say a title belt. Um, everybody else is like, I know this wrestler. And they're like, I'm like, who? And they're like, John Cena. And I'm like, okay. And then, like, some people are like, I'm like, what about Hulk Hogan? They're like, oh, I know that. That's a wrestler, too. I'm like, yeah, it's like the biggest wrestler. Stone Cold. They're like, wow, I know a lot of wrestlers. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to get those very right, but boy, I, boy, do I know what a title belt is. <laughs> I know what a title belt is. I know what a steel chair is. I don't know why it, it's relative to, to wrestling, but I know what a steel chair is. Uh, no, I had a, I did this, and I'm gonna do it the next time I have where people, where both people know nothing about, like absolutely nothing about wrestling, and it's basically like I'm going to say a name of a wrestler, and you need to tell me if you know who they are or not, and like because it was very interesting. The results of it was like, hey, like this person, like no, or the, one of them was, uh, I was like, oh, Owen Hart, and they're like, I know Owen Hart because of, or like the name is familiar because of my friend, and I'm like. Oh, 
oh god because Owen Hart fell to his death and my thought was like holy shit like like what and they're like because his name was Owen and I'm like oh thank god like they had a they had a pause that just shouldn't have been there and I'm like what the fuck (laughs) I'm like they gave me a moment to be like huh um, yeah, well, you could do that very safely and have a good bit with me because I know nobody except yeah, we'll for get, we'll get we'll get we'll get I know people and we'll get into it. But yeah. like my my roommates in college were big into wrestling. All right, and yeah, so we're good. The number of times I watched very yeah, we'll just, clueless. We'll get into it right now. We're getting right now. We're here on the dork side yeah. with users Jackie Van ninety nine and and comrade connor lane that is connor with two r's i will respect the spelling oh and o-r not e-r uh here two r's two r no no two n's e-o-r there it is not e-r did i say two r's no that's bad job by me that's wild if you just spelled your you just go heavy on the finals consonant like that's yeah no it's been a long game (laughs) (laughs) you're just like yeah it's connor (laughs) i guess that works you know uh, welcome, guys. It'd be wild if he went one and two R's, like Connor. Connor. Oh, <laughs> I, I would be a world leader somewhere if I just spelled my name like that. That would demand so much respect. You'd have to. You'd have to if you spell it with extra consonants, extra Listen, vowels. I'm no. Anyway. I'm what? looking to change my name anyway because I go by my middle name, and that's stupid. So I'm getting rid of my first name. Might as well change the spelling. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, we got Jackie and Connor from the Vault Podcast. It's their podcast that they they are doing. We'll get into that in a little bit. Welcome to the uh, to the Dork Side of the Ring, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I, it's a blast. Look, uh, this is the uh, this is the Great British Bake Off crew, um, as I affectionately cool. call uh, refer to ourselves. Um, Minus a couple people. Susie was on. Uh, she was on the previous episode or the next episode. I don't know yet what order uh, I'm going to do it in. Probably a previous episode. Um, but the uh, uh, Susie was a part of the great. Forgot to bring that up with her. Uh, but yeah, it's the uh, the old crew would sit in the in Tyler's Discord like this time last year and watch Great British Break Off for seven hours. The two with whom, the who with whom it began. That's yes. right. It was yes. Black, Susie, you. It was a good time. Yeah, it was a good yeah. time. I was like, I don't know what I'm watching. I don't know who these people are, <laughs> but they're making some bomb ass looking food. Like this is great. That's right. I, I, awesome. I, miss, I miss going back and watching it. Uh, like now that I go back and watch it, I don't hear Wax snoring in the background. <laughs> uh, so I feel like I'm missing something, but it, it's good nonetheless. And I'm sure if you ask Wax. Whack to record some snoring. He, you know, that uh, give I'm me sure. a, st- a ten-hour snore, uh, snore sound. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't Great British Bake Off, it was cricket. Um, and I, it's just some wild. We're just watching cricket. Why? I don't. It was sports. It was a. It was a weird time in in uh, the world. Yeah. We were uh, basketball had not yet started. Football was the only thing going really, and uh, hockey know. wasn't even started yet either. Like. Nah. I still watch cricket to this day. I just watched uh, Australia beat New Zealand in the uh, in the finals. Uh, what did not, it take? Seven days? Seven seventeen days? <laughs> no, it didn't. It was it was T twenty. It wasn't test. Ah, uh, okay, that's good. Uh, I don't know what that means. Listeners, don't worry. I'm not going to ask because it, it gets it doesn't get complicated. But if you don't know what it, you have no idea. It it sounds complicated. Three, three uh, different types of cricket. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> 
Not easy. <laughs> There's Cricket Long, Cricket Longer, and Cricket Marathon Edition. That's uh, right. Really <laughs> Better than baseball, if you ask me. But yeah, it's a take. That is a take. I will not disagree <laughs> or agree. That is a take. Uh, so what we do here on the dork side of the ring, I introduce, I let you guys introduce yourself a little further. Uh, tell the people what you do, where you can be found, stuff like that. Plug yourself. We do it alphabetically, so we're going to start with you, Connor. The floor is yours. Tell the uh, listeners of the dork side of the ring a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, my name's Connor with two R's. Um, and so... Fuck a dick. <laughs> yeah, that's a good description. Uh, well, I've, I've, I've been on the accord with these two guys since the beginning. Uh, uh, sports writer uh, by... Former trade, and now I just watch it and do nothing all day. It's really great. So I do a do a, bodca- a podcast with my good friend Jackie, who is also on here. Um, it is the Vault, and we go over obscure sports stories and do a do a few deep dives into some stuff that maybe you guys haven't either read about or heard about very much. So have a lot of fun doing that as well. Could one say it is the dork side of the ring, but with sports? A little bit, maybe a little bit more serious, but as well. But. It, it, it could be, it could be a, a lot less serious, maybe, maybe more, maybe equal more, serious. I, I was gonna say it, it's definitely like we're just goofy here, but we do do get serious sometimes. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a little. They're definitely, I wouldn't call it a serious show. Um, we talked about the uh, the the what was it, two thousand eight Detroit Lions last time, and just laughed about people maybe betting on preseason or betting on the Detroit Lions that season. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> we're going to have a good time. Uh, it is, yeah, that was was that the year Joel Zumaya uh, tore like tore his like rotator cuff playing fucking Guitar Hero. Oh, maybe I didn't even I didn't read that when oh, I was doing my research. Maybe we should have. We need to go back and do a. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember <laughs> episode two. What the hell? <laughs> we're in one I'm episode, you, Connor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I want to see what it knows because I it, it absolutely was. Um, uh, it was 2006. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he remained in the bullpen for the 2006 playoffs. He was sidelined in the ALCS by a sore wrist, which Dave Dombrowski disclosed in a that it was playing Guitar Hero. Oh, okay. This was acknowledged by the game developers with a message on the credits in Xbox 360 version of Guitar Hero 2. No pitchers were harmed in the main, making of this game, except for one, Joel Zumaya. He had it coming. Um, do y'all remember when Guitar Hero? Oh, do you know what? That's why we missed. Connor, that's why we missed it. That was a Detroit Tigers pitcher. We did the 2008 0 16 Lions. Oh, uh, okay. That's, that's, that's where the disconnect is. I was like, like yeah. he would come up. <laughs> <laughs> he said, yeah, 2008 Detroit Tigers. And I'm like, yeah, they went to the World Series, I think, that year. Like, they were, or maybe a year before or something like that. They were, or at some point. Um, oh no, we were, we were doing the sad sack lines, man. Yeah, that make yeah that makes more sense. Okay, <laughs> uh, Jack, your 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 fantastic co-host, as you said, Jackie Van, uh, user Jackie Van, first name user, last name Jackie Van. Uh, give the floor is yours to introduce yourself uh, to the people. Yes. Go ahead. I uh, appreciate you giving me the floor. So my background is primarily. As of recent, sports betting, I'm your legal bookie. I work for a legal sports book. Um, I host a great podcast with Connor where we, a little backstory on ours is we're called The Vault for the reason that, as Connor mentioned, we tell 
lesser known stories or stories you think you know, but we want to do more of a deep dive on. Um, and the interesting part is that depending on the week, it's either my week or Connor's week, and the other doesn't know what the story is going to be that week. But the other one gets to learn along with the audience about the deep dive that week. So uh, my week, I did the Wayne Gretzky story um, about how absurd he is. In Connor's week, as we mentioned, he did the 2008 Detroit Lions. Um, and we're also looking to bring on some guests. So we'll probably bring you on at some point, Grom, hey, um, to give right. us some probably wrestling stories or uh, anything buddy, of that I... nature that... Yeah. <laughs> um, I know we're going to have our good friend Pudge on at some point. He's probably going to talk about some OU football or something. We're not totally sure. We gave him kind of the same stipulation. Um, we'll coordinate a time. You come with the story and we come with the ears and um, the instant reaction commentary. So that's kind of how we do it. Um, we're starting up a Discord um, to get our listeners interacting with each other. And right now, social-wise, you can just either follow Connor or myself. I'm JJ Van Erm nine nine two nines two nines. Um, yes, two nines. I forget. Sometimes I'm one nine. Sometimes I'm ninety nine. I kind of forget sometimes. Um, so my personal Instagram, I usually promote our show when we launch, and then I think Connor does the same. I don't know. Connor does whatever the hell he wants most of the time. Um, so you can follow us there until we get our social media up and going. All right, cool, cool. Uh, so yeah, the vault, uh, I've listened to the Wayne Gretzky one and I'm just in, again, like I knew that how good he was compared to his contemporaries. Some of this stuff, man, is like, yeah, no, if like he didn't score any goals, he'd still be the all time points leader. Um, yeah. it is wild, you know, it's like, oh, this guy just had so many assists that, he he's so far ahead of everybody uh wild uh just the levels to which he was just greater than everybody like not just in the pros like this is a guy who basically out the womb was already was miles ahead of everybody he was comparable like you know i could i could see like a five-year-old wayne gretzky skating in the in the (laughs) in the the nhl just just he was dominating adams he was dominating mites peewees Squirts, yeah. uh, Anum, Midgets, all the different levels he he dominated. He, I think, if I remember correctly, don't quote me on this because I don't honestly remember, he might have been the first one to ever get exceptional status in the Canadian uh, Junior Hockey League. Wow. So basically what that means is like you normally have to be 16 to get drafted into the league, and he got exceptional status, so he joined the league at 15. Wild. Like, yeah. just... <laughs> He's like a like a thing with like him, and like Simone Biles is also like this, where the people who are so far ahead of their contemporaries that you they're basically the exception that you're like we're not comparing you to Simone Biles, we're not comparing you to Wayne Gretzky. Who's the second person? Because we'll we'll compare you to Mario Lemieux. That's who we'll compare right. you to. We'll we'll compare you to Gabby. You know, we'll, we'll compare your you know to Gabby Douglas or Michaela Maroney or. You know, any of the other U.S. Olympic uh, gymnast Like, we're not doing this because those, like, you know, we're to the point where, like, Simone Biles is getting scored less because they don't want people, you know, <laughs> trying her stuff because they're such, they're so dangerous and only she can do it. Uh, which right, is just, exactly. it's, it's wild. Uh, so that's good. Uh, that I look forward to more episodes of The Vault and look forward to uh, 
you know, getting getting uh, potentially being on. Now I'm going to think of topics to bring. But before all of that, we've got the dork side of the ring. And on the dork side of the ring, we talk wrestling. And I got to ask you guys before we go too far, I need to know your experiences with pro wrestling. So inverse uh, of the alphabetical order, Jackie, let me let me hear let me let me hear that sweet sweet experience with the grapples. Um, I have a very interesting background in wrestling. Um, for one, uh, I haven't always understood the appeal. I'm not gonna lie, mm. just because I was like, people want me to think it's a sport, but it's more like a like a telenovela, like a drama, like a, a TV series. Where like I don't always understand the sports appeal to it, just because mm-hmm. I feel like it's so much more than that. And so when I watched it in college, one of my roommates and another buddy were big wrestling guys, and so we would watch um, Raw and SmackDown and WrestleMania, and I would sit there and I would be very very confused as to what the hell was going on, mostly because I didn't know all the storylines, but also because I was like these guys already know what's going to happen how do they how do they get themselves to you know go in there knowing that they might be you know scheduled to like lose that day or like mm-hmm. you know where it's like i like the going in with nobody knowing what's supposed to happen now i come from a sports betting background where more and more people are trying to tell me that every sport is fixed <laughs> and i'm starting to hear it out so um, oh, well, you know, <laughs> that's uh... where it gets like now it's like well Maybe we're all just in like a simulation and somebody just already knows and they just want to mess with me because <laughs> I don't know if somebody else knows. So um, I've always, I've, I've found it interesting, but sometimes I just don't necessarily wrap my head around the difference of why people view it as a sport when I, if you pitch it to me more of as a, a television show, I feel like I'd get more into it. But because it's so much pitch as a sport, I always like scratch my head. I think it's it's often pitched as a sport by people who have been longtime fans, and really the majority of time is pro wrestling. Maybe the last fifteen years is when it's become more of a TV show than a sport. Um, I mean, it's always been more of a TV show. I mean, look, at its fucking peak, it is a t- it is a show filled of. Over-the-top characters, a guy who's basically a porn star, you got a, you have a, a pimp, you have a guy who's satanic-esque, you have a guy who can control fire, you have um, a guy who, like, drives in a different, like, vehicle every week to fuck with his boss and doesn't get fired. Um, and then you do have your, your realistic characters of, you know, like, your Triple H's and The Rocks who are just these, you know, very egotistical characters, but, like... It's a, it's a television show. It's always been entertainment. And, like, you can say, like, oh, no, no, it, it's not always entertainment. Because, and it's like, well, sure, in the 80s when everybody was dumb and all you could you could get away with basically going, like, hey, I'm just a tough guy and I'm, I'm going to do tough guy things. Sure. That's the same thing with, with, you know, action movies, right? Like, you know, Rambo, you know, or, you know is or First Blood is a very realistic show, you know, movie that really isn't realistic when you really think about it. Cause of how, you know, especially now what we know. Um, but like Rambo later becomes this 
larger than life action movie because you just okay i saw him do that i want to see something better i, I need more um so i think i i always pitch wrestling as yeah a, definitely as a scripted it is a it is a action movie like sketch comedy show almost like it is the amalgamation of snl marvel and you know with some semblance of like competitive athletics but it's definitely more action like action movie fight scene um but no yeah i can understand where you're like if you took that that combo you just said it's where it's marvel it's snl and you throw it in with like um american gladiator that's mm-hmm. like the three combo that I feel like it fits perfectly. Yeah, and it I mean like nowadays AEW tries to do more, you know, that oh we're more of a sport. We take more of a sports background and we're bringing it back to being realistic and it's like well, A, the cat's out of the bag, right? So there's no reason to pretend that it's a competitive thing. Like they have ranking system, but it doesn't make sense. You got you have people who have wrestled 40 times this year not on their national television show and they're ranked number three, but they're nobodies. It's like, who are these people? Why do, where do they come from? And then they're like, Oh, Hey, they're challenging for the title. It's like, why, who, what, why isn't the number one contender challenging for the fight? What, what's going on here? None of this makes sense. Um, other than that, they tell good right. stories, which is the important part. I think part. the UFC model too much. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Connor, what about you? I know we talked a little bit about it. What is your experience with the professional wrestling? Okay, so my experience with professional wrestling is almost entirely you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So I I had an aversion to it growing up, uh, and I've seen you talk about this on Twitter uh, and and in the chat quite a bit, but my aversion to it was the fans. Mm. Yeah. it just always turned me off. Uh, smelly people with big shirts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, and that's not not to slight anyone who's a fan. It's just that was my experience growing up. Um, I, I'm I'm sure they're just like you, football fans are very similar. But I I just was more exposed to football growing up. Mm. Uh, my parents didn't want to even watch it. They called it was they said it was stupid. I never watched to check myself. Uh, I didn't really make my own call on that. Um, and so my my experience with the good side of wrestling has been entirely through you and Jim Jam and really every, everyone that watches it in the chat. You know that I, I really like. Um, so it's kind of like turned my idea of what wrestling and wrestling fans are on its head a little bit. Um, yeah. Not to say I was wrong about big, fa- big shirt smelly people. <laughs> no, um, but there was also other people as well. <laughs> I, think, I think it might be a t-shirt. Big shirt smelly people might be a t-shirt as well. I'm trying to figure out merch. And I have Team Poopy Pants and Team Crybaby as a as an option. Um, big shirt smelly people. Uh, because you're absolutely right. Like it is the 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 the, the stereotypical pro wrestling fan are. There's like three versions of it. It is, um, it is your old Southern person who is just, you know, they're still living in the seventies when it comes mm-hmm. to pro wrestling. Like they're taking this shit fucking serious. Um, Roby, uh, uh, was talking about this, um, in episode nine, like his grandma was like yelling at the TV. <laughs> like that was how he was introduced is his grandma yelling at the television because the bad guys are the bad guys. Um, Yo, that's crazy. So it's like these older, older, like, especially older women taking this shit serious 
It is big shirt, smelly people. Uh, your fedora wearing neckbeards uh, up in arms about things. And you see a lot of them in an AEW crowd. Um, or the other stereotypical one is, funnily enough, it is the begrudgingly their parent, right? There's a normal looking person, <laughs> but they're there because their kid wants to be there. So they're just half-assing being a fan because their kid's into it. Um, and their kid is always, every single time, wearing <laughs> jean shorts with the, the little <laughs> <humor> in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, their kid their kid is actually 37 and they're just there. They're actually all the third the third is a combo of of the previous two of some kind. Yeah, yeah. he just got off his day job of complaining about engineers and working on HVAC systems like PDF. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was targeted. That was good. Damn, Sir, that's a 15 yard penalty for targeting. On the week of his birthday no less. Wow. Uh, <laughs> but no, his, um, youth's, his youth's knocked off the ducks last night, and you turn around and throw a target at him. Damn. <laughs> he's having a good week, and you decide months later for him. He, he's not going to hear this. If, even if I tell him, like, hey, man, Connor took a shot on you on this week's dork side, you should listen. Uh, he's going to be like, I'll get around to it. Because by then, he's going to be, you know, dealing with a newborn baby. So he's definitely not going to listen to it. You're safe. I wanted to uh, name his baby Connor with two R's. <laughs> no way no way no pdr is too oh sensible of a, too sensible of a human to do that uh so but yeah no uh the aversion to the fans is a big one i think a lot of fans like to gatekeep pro wrestling um surprise surprise the venn diagram of video game fans and wrestling fans is almost a circle and uh in that circle they love to gatekeep it's that's just like no, you can't be a fan of AEW because you haven't you you like that WWE stuff, and it's like, well, that's not how you gain fans. Like, that's certainly not how yeah. you tell. Like, there's I, yeah. in my experience, I only associate with people who want to share hobbies with people. That's all what this show is about. It's about sharing my hobby of pro professional wrestling and sports entertainment with my friends. Mostly, it's very similar. You know, if they're closer to not knowing anything about pro wrestling, that's better because it's hey, here's this thing I enjoy, and we're gonna watch some goofy ass shit, and then you can understand why I enjoy this shit because this is the ridiculous shit that happens that makes you go, <laughs> all right, that's fucking dumb. That's that doesn't make any sense. Uh, but the way you talk about it and it relating it to this, I can tell that you know. It, there's some parts of it that are good. We'll, we'll get to that uh, later in this episode specifically. A um, couple questions before we get to the topic today. Speaking of wrestling, or uh, of video games, did either of you play any of like, the wrestling video games growing up? I did not. Um, I downloaded 2K12 or 2K14, the Xbox with a demo. Okay. Um, and I remember distinctly playing as, correct me if I'm wrong, just like as bland as it sounds, the warrior. Oh, ultimate warrior. Ultimate warrior. Yes. Yeah. Um, fighting as ultimate warrior against my brother and being mad that he was better than me and then <laughs> refusing to play the game again because I got so bad at it. Oh boy. Yeah. That'll, that'll, yeah, that, that. Damn, my brother beat me. I don't want to play this game. I don't want to do it. See, that's the problem, though. It would be—it's one thing if you know 
I was the younger brother and he always beat me. But I'm the older brother and I always beat him. No, and I he found something he was better than me at. Suddenly, to the wayside it went. <laughs> Jackie, come on, let's play. No, I don't. Want... Come on, is it because you always lose? Yes, I am man enough to. <laughs> I'm absolutely man enough to admit that I do not want to lose to you, so I'm not playing it. Let's play NHL where you blow a five nothing lead and I get you <laughs> six five in overtime. We'll play that. <laughs> WrestleMania? No, sir. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, no. There are a lot of there. Like, and it, so, so I'm glad you brought up NHL because I always feel like the NHL games are. Some of the most fun video games, sports video games out there, um, because it is, you know, the same idea conceptually as basketball, get the thing into the goal, but it has the physicality of all the football games, right? So as a kid, right. you could just take out another player and switch to another one and you're fine. Where in like, you're playing Madden, uh, you can't just tackle a guy who doesn't have the ball, but... right. It, you know, if you give a seven-year-old a controller and tell them go hit people, they're like, "Yep, I'm gonna go hit people." Um, or, uh, hey, go double tap Y, go double tap triangle, and go fight that guy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but with like wrestling, it's very similar. Is it's that primal aggression of I'm just you have the you have the objective, pin this guy, do everything in before before that as you want to. You want to use chairs, you can use chairs. You want to put them through a table, you can put them through tables. You want to tell him to suck your dick you can basically do that like those they're the uh possibilities before pinning somebody are are just you know endless um many many people have talked about on this podcast uh taking out their aggression um yes. as a child <laughs> with with wrestling games and it being a good thing which is which is good but uh yeah, you yeah missed I, a lot healthier I, than i did I didn't not play it because, it, like, I I never was really exposed to the video, video games. No one I knew played them. They look electric, though. Mm-hmm. And I've are. always wanted this, and this may be a quick aside on the questions here, but I've always wondered, is the crossover for Buffalo Bill fans jumping through tables, is that, like, a <laughs> thing? So it or is, is it just Buffalo's a shithole kind of thing? Uh, it, no, 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 no. I love the people from Buffalo. I have... <laughs> I have... At least two handfuls of friends from Buffalo. I will oh, sure, not just, I have some friends from Buffalo too. I will not. <laughs> I, will, myself, though. <laughs> I I have driven through Buffalo, and that's all I will say about it. Uh, I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah, driven through I, Buffalo I, twice, and that's about it. That's all I, I I was raised. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. However, Buffalo Bills fans, uh, they are hilarious to watch them put right. themselves through tables. Because it is definitely, definitely inspired by pro wrestling. Now, why they decide to put themselves through tables and not put others through tables, I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you that. However, okay. uh, it's def, there's definitely, there's definitely a relation between putting people through tables and wrestling, and the Venn diagram is Buffalo Bills fans, wrestling fans, and it's putting each other in tables is dead center in there. Um, in terms of the another, another crossover between the two, uh, if I can make a quick callback, yeah. uh, you know, you know the meme, the uh, the handshake, like two things, handshake one thing, kind of thing. Yes, yep. So Buffalo Bills fans, wrestling fans, handshake, big shirts, smelly people. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that's a. There's a many crossovers between. Again, I, I, no Buffalo. comment. I will not add a comment to it. I will let that comment lay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm not co-signing it, Buffalo. However, I'm also not disparaging it. Uh, it is there. 
<laughs> but yeah. Um, no, no. So, yeah, no, no. You didn't really. Yeah, there's got to be a. There's definitely a crossover. I'm sure if I ask my friends, they'll tell me exactly where the origin of it came from. Um, because it, it oh, definitely. No, let me know. I'm genuinely curious. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. It's definitely something where like I. It, it might have gotten bigger and bigger when people were like, we should put Jim Ross, you know, he put, by God, he went through the table, you know, put some of that, because some of them earlier did have that. Um, but I definitely, again, deciding to put themselves through tables before the games even started is chaos. Um, oh, that's sick of shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess it's like, if we put it, do it after a loss, I might actually try to hurt myself. Um, and after a win, it might just seem like I don't know how to win. Uh, but you know, I, there's different ways people can show that. Uh, so video games, speaking of video games, since we'll just keep moving on. Um, what are some of your favorite video games, either the genre or specific examples? Connor, we can start with you. Uh, what about, you know, what did you, uh, what do you find yourself playing? So it used to be purely like first person shooters. Like yeah. I, I played. I played competitively in uh, Call of Duty and a game no one's ever heard of in home, called Homefront. I've heard of Homefront. I was number four in the world at Homefront for a really long time. Oh. I'll tell my I brother was, about that because he liked yeah. Homefront as well. So he'd be like, Fuck. I was sick, man. Uh, and then I, I really got sick of it. All the new Call of Duties are uh, atrocious uh, to me. Sort of like <laughs> all the new Maddens are atrocious. Uh it seems like everything's kind of getting worse. So I, I started pivoting and I moved into sports games. And then now I moved into uh, pretty much like the action adventure. Like I think my favorite game ever is uh, horizon zero dawn. Mm, okay. So I've always been a really big video game guy, but I've made a, I've made a few pivots over the past few years, especially over uh, the pandemic. I was just playing nothing but something that took <laughs> 45 yeah. hours to even like advance. At yeah, all. that's just that's just a week, right? You're just like, all right, what am I playing this week? Oh, I'm playing Skyrim. All right, you know. Yeah, I've got I've probably got 5,500 hours in Skyrim. It's tough. Yeah, 55. <laughs> that's disgusting, I have, man. I have. I mean, I could boot up my my gaming computer and find out exactly how much I have in. A, I think I have like 70 in a specific save. Um, okay. Yeah. Just, like it's but it's definitely one of those games where if you're just playing it like for the first time you can easily sink 40 hours into it and not actually beat the main main campaign yeah i've got i've got close to 2500 hours on one save it's like yeah it's yeah it's wild (laughs) uh jackie what about you what's your what's your uh games of choice so it used to be a lot well still is obviously um i'm a the biggest sports head and the most basic white male there is when it comes to he does everything sports. Um, played every sports game there was, um, mostly NHL because uh, my hockey background. A lot of Madden 07, a lot of MVP Baseball 05 were the classics. Um, some Kingdom Hearts, I won't lie, I did okay. branch out a little bit. Um, I played some first-person shooters, but I was awful at those. So, like, WrestleMania 2K14 went to the wayside um, because I was bad, and I don't like doing things that I'm not good at. Um, And (laughs) lately, it's been lots and lots of FIFA, lots and lots of Formula One, and lots and lots of NHL. Um, And lately, 
I decided to download 2K22 because I started going to Rockets games and I wanted to rebuild the Rockets and make them better, which I know is a lost cause and a losing battle. <laughs> but I thought it would be fun. <laughs> yeah, no. I what are, so wait, all right. Like I know you're a big hockey guy. That's your number one. We've talked about that right. outside of the. So, what is it like a two an hour and a half drive to to Dallas or two? Is it? It's like three and a half to is Dallas. It three? Okay, all right. I was like, so, wondering like, how, how easy is it for you to go to a Stars game? Uh, the chances of going to a Stars game are not high. I'm looking to go the week after my birthday in December. There you go. The Blackhawks are actually playing the Stars. Hey, all um, right. And if, then I'm if there's any game to go to. to right. Any game to go to. Got to go see my, my Chicago boys. Um, I did fly home for my sister to run the marathon back in October and made it a point to go to the preseason game that that, that was that weekend. Mm, okay. um, so whenever I'm home, I try to catch a game. And then I'm actually going to see our good pal Pudge in January. Hey. I'm going to the Kraken Blackhawks game on MLK Day. Oh, hell yeah. So Nice. Pudge, Pudge and I are going to do a hockey. And it'll Doing be a hockey. Fun. No, that's a good... I, that plus, with the with it being Seattle, uh, that's a... I always, I always feel like you got to go to the like the first season of an expansion team just, just to get that energy of the excited oh, teams. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, Absolutely. Okay. All right. So we got some got some gamers here, some trade gamers TM here. All right. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Anybody? A little bit. A little bit. I played, it on, my, I played it on my phone. Okay. Um, wow. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I'm expecting yeah, it, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I played. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I'm sitting here but, expecting both of you to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I played a. I played a bunch of that. <laughs> Actually, okay, so I, I have played it uh, once. I can't, it's like one of the old systems it was on. I can't remember what it was. Uh, my fiance, I, I never played like, the first game system I really ever owned was a GameCube. And okay. then it was the Xbox 360. So my fiance challenged me to a game of Mortal Kombat on one of the old systems because I'd never played it. And she was like, I'm going to kick your ass. I used to play this all the time. And then I just smoked her. And we haven't played it Jackie's younger brother. And yeah, she's like, yeah. no, no, I don't want to. I don't want to play this. What about you, Jack? <laughs> yeah, she was so confident. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I've played it in arcades a couple of times. Okay. Um, and then I, like Connor, I downloaded one of the versions for the phone. Um, but kind of more, more of the older systems was like I go to my grandma's. My one grandma has an NES. My other has an N64. On N64, we were playing like GoldenEye. And on NES, we were playing like Blades of Steel, this mm, World okay. Cup game, um, this Disneyland Adventure game. <laughs> if you guys have ever seen that for the NES, it is wild. Like that game is fun. Um, it's a it's Magic a Disney. Qu- is it just going park to park? Is that what it is? It's it's going ride to ride in the park, and you have to collect different things to like <laughs> help Mickey and Goofy and Donald figure out who the bad guy is. So you go to like. You go to like um, one of the rides. You actually have to like ride the ride, and it's like the the mine like the mine shaft ride. So you have to like stay on the track and go back and forth. Um, I feel like there's a bumper car game. There's like a train station game. There's all these little mini games throughout the park. And this is like the NES. Like this thing was so advanced for that system. 
Uh, it wasn't you just, like, like old B to keep your arms and legs inside the ride at all times. <laughs> it, it was that, but it was like you'd have to like flip track to track because all of a sudden you'd be like going and it's like, oh yeah, this one's like all of a sudden it's got a giant hole in it, so you got to move from like the middle one to the next one. It was like I'm Temple Run te- before <laughs> Temple Run. I was gonna say I was, I'm here in Temple Run. That's all. <laughs> yeah, all. <laughs> it was like the original Temple Run, and it was That's only funny. a mini game of the whole game, but it was like wow. this Disneyland experience game. Uh, some Super Mario Bros. 2, some Magic Quest, um, some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That game was insane. Um, uh, so yeah, though it was more of my old school gaming, my Mortal Kombat is not where it should be. Hmm. Given my okay gaming. That is that background. is that is interesting. I always feel like like it's funny though, right? Because you're like. Uh, like uh, like me for me, I'm sitting here. I'm like, all right, like yeah, okay. They they named the sports games and some of the other ones. All right, they've absolutely and their time have played like a Mortal Kombat. And then there's times where I'm like talking to people who like ah, I don't really play many video games. I, I played this game a little bit. I'm like, oh, you ever played Mortal Kombat? Oh yeah, I played so much. <laughs> I can tell you the fatalities. <laughs> you know, I can tell you. I still have the fatality codes written in a notebook somewhere. And it's like. <laughs> But you don't play video games. I'm like, oh, you're that type of person where you, t- where you played Mortal Kombat, got very deep into it, and got scared. Okay, that makes got sense. Got scared. To me. Uh, <laughs> my mom walked in. Now I haven't played a video game since '75. <laughs> <laughs> I got frightened by who I became. Uh, I only talked in fatality codes. I went back, back, forward, up, down, up, down, X. Uh, next thing you know, that's all how I communicated with people. <laughs> my room was covered in fatality codes written on the wall. Um, I used to have a little brother, but then I hit backwards X, and he's he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, have you guys seen either of the Mortal Kombat movies, like any of the three? Jackie, uh, you and I have watched the most recent one together. I was gonna say, I feel like I watched one of them. Yeah, I don't remember it. That okay, is but... the, uh, that is that movie was the birth of uh, the Steve Harvey mustache. <laughs> was it was it it was absolutely oh, we were talking about, we were we were in discord talking about it and that i was talking maybe about that's why i don't remember the movie michael b jordan you did Lori harvey's baby gonna look like yeah i don't remember the movie because all you did was shop the steve harvey mustache <laughs> smile onto everything everything I, I photoshopped it onto the guy with four arms <laughs> on the goro <laughs> yeah 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 that's funny. That's fucking oh hilarious. Oh my god. Uh, so, um, all right, okay. <laughs> so you guys are familiar with a little bit of Mortal Kombat, which is good. Sure. Because today, what we're watching here on the dork side of the ring is almost, it, it is WCW copying the homework of Midway Games and saying it's something different. So 1996, oh, so maybe a couple years into the whole... Uh, Mortal Kombat freakout thing. They got the idea to make a character. And this character's name is Glacier. I can imagine you sh- those of those of you listening and the two of you can probably figure out who they copied. Uh, yep. They started doing running vignettes or or upcoming attraction videos for uh, for Glacier back in April of 1996. Now, 1996 is a very big year in professional wrestling, specifically for WCW. WCW in 1996 
shattered everybody's expectations of pro wrestling when Hulk Hogan walked down at Bash of the Beach 1996 and turned his back, not just on the fans, but also on WCW and joined Scott Hall, Kevin Nash to form the NWO. Uh, he presented a realistic uh, product where it's, hey, we're not, we're not characters. I'm Scott Hall. That's Kevin Nash. And sure, Hulk Hogan kept calling himself Hulk Hogan because Hulk Hogan's a more marketable name than Terry Bollea. Um, but he was Hollywood Hogan now. He is big time. He's going to, you know, he goes to Hollywood. He's a big Hollywood star playing into that. And uh, so they decided, you know what? We're going we're gonna to push this back a little bit because he was supposed to debut in late June, early July, which happened to be around the same time the NWO storyline was happening. So what we're going to watch today is the debut, the, the Nitro debut of Glacier. He debuted the Sunday before, or the Saturday before. However, uh, this is his biggest debut uh, in front of the largest audience he could get. Millions of people watching at home. We're going to watch this. Uh, both the, the There is a uh, promo uh, kind of hyping, hyping him up a little bit, and we're going to watch his actual match, which was against Big Bubba. Uh, we'll be right back here on the dark side of the ring. Just to break in the action here, just to let you guys know that we are officially over on Patreon, support.grum.tv. That's where you can get every episode of Dark Side of the Ring a week ahead of time, as is. So you can listen to this week's episode last week, or if you listen to this Patreon, or on Patreon, I should say, you can listen, you've been listening to these episodes a week beforehand and getting the scoop on all the fun that we're having here. Also, you can also watch some Dork Side of the, Dork Side of the Ring watch-alongs uh, while, you know, every other week I upload a watch-along from a previous episode, the most recent one from the Viagra on a pole match myself, Johnner and Dorky Al watching, you know, Shane Douglas and Billy Kidman go at it for, I don't know, Viagra reasons. It was such a weird story, and also very 19, well, 2000, I should say, very 20 years ago. Um, also on the on the Patreon, my streaming and other content is getting moved there officially this month of January. We have YouTube videos being uploaded uh, early. We have stream access and Patreon uh, benefits, such as speaking permissions during streams, special streams just for you, dictating what I am streaming, and producer credits for the YouTube uh, videos as well. Head over there, give us a, give a look. You don't have to, but it's a, good, it's a good way to support a creator like myself or any other creator that has one. So go do yourself a favor. Go to support.grom.tv. Check it out. Also, if you want to continue to support us free of charge, you can absolutely do that. Add, add the podcast to your feed. Continue to listen. Share it with your friends. Let your people know. Tweet about us at Dorkside Ring and post about us on Instagram at Dorkside Ring. You can also go to the Apple Podcast app and leave a five-star review. Write it on out. That'll help us grow. There's other Dorkside Dork of the Ring podcasts coming out now. But they're not like me. They're kind of suck. Like, they're just... I listen to them. They're not good. They're just bitter people but we're not doing we're not we're not bitter over here hey dorks out of the ring podcast let's get back to it myself connor lane 
Jackie Van. We watched Glacier. Now, what are we going to think? Uh, we're back here on the dark side of the ring. Uh, first impressions, we'll go with you there, uh, uh, Jackie. Uh, of, I thought uh, it was, of Glacier. I thought it was very interesting. Um, we're still trying to figure out what was going on half the time because, as we've mentioned, um, the lighting was very poor. Um, but uh, I, th- I thought the moves were good. I thought uh, he definitely showed his, his kung fu learning from his sensei. Um, don't believe that it was 20 to 30 degrees colder in the arena like the announcers decided to say it mm, was. Yeah. Um, but no, I definitely liked I liked getting it to the point. Like, as I kind of was saying, uh, I've watched some fights where they feel like they take 12, 20 minutes, and that one was very much to the point. Um, he showed Bubba who was boss and uh, got it done. All right. What about you, Connor? First impressions of Glacier. All right. I want to start by saying I really got into it. I really did a lot of leg work. I turned on my fan next to me to get a little colder. Uh, I had a little cotton ball action going around, make sure I had the snow going. So I, I really committed to the bit. Uh, <laughs> and I think that really gave me a better perspective on the fight. When they're, when you're fighting in extreme conditions like that, um, what, what looked like the inside of a glacial cave, um, because the lighting was just so, so terrible. I, I'm surprised so they were able to fight in conditions like that. Um, yeah, it was a straight rip from Mortal Kombat to Sub-Zero. <laughs> it was amazing. I I don't know how they didn't get sued. Um, everything about that was fantastic. I loved every second. Uh, Bubba is... I've never rooted for anyone named Bubba before. I didn't this time either. So, <laughs> <laughs> big, I'm all in. I hope he's still at it. I doubt he is, but yeah. uh, I'd, love to, I'd love to see Glacier back in the ring. So Glacier um, does occasionally do appearances. Um, he's, not, I wouldn't say retired, but he's definitely semi-retired. Like he'll show up for um, like around WrestleMania weekend. A lot of times uh, people will bring out like, you know, uh, nostalgia acts, uh, I'll call them. Uh, and he's one of them. He's shown up before at places. Um, and everybody's be like, oh my God, it's Glacier. Oh, it's Glacier. And, he, you know, and, and because... You know, he's a memorable part of a lot of people's youth and fandom where, like, yeah, it's corny as fuck. And it only gets cornier. Uh, I <laughs> Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, because they had a lot of thought put into this, including having a storyline. Uh, oh, but let me, let me tell you something. They ripped, w, they ripped uh, Mortal Kombat more. So... Oh, please tell me there was a tournament of champions. Uh, no, but we'll get to it. I do want to talk, provide the listener. So what we saw, we saw the pr- a promo from the earlier in the show, which is basically giving everybody one last rundown of who he is. He's an American guy from, from Georgia. Uh, he's got a southern draw. He went to ja- he went to Japan to learn martial arts because he watched Bruce Lee and he was fascinated by it. He's got a sensei, which is Japanese for teacher. Very had to tell us that, um, and uh, he he sees himself as a as ice because it's such a solid and uh, formidable element. Not cold, not the cold ice. 
the ice is the element. And uh, I think my favorite of the lines was when he was describing the symbols on his on his uh, getup, and he's like, the symbol on the front represents the universe. Then that's it. Doesn't talk about anything else. <laughs> he's like, the one above my eye is for ice, which I am. And then the one on the back is a is a Japanese evil, uh, you know, a, a monster, an evil monster to remind me that evil is always at my back. But nothing about the universe. There's no explanation of the universe at all in this pro in this video. Uh, and it's like, yeah, saving the universe. What? Yeah, he's like, I guess you. Should, I don't need. Like, look, it re represents the universe, and but at the same time, it's your belt buckle, and I don't understand why. Can you? Sir, can you please help me? That's not for you and I to understand. We're not from Japan, you see. I get, you know, you're, yes, but I would, he taught me that sensei is teacher in Japanese. Why can't he explain why he's got the fucking universe symbol on his? Because, on his, girl, we I can only handle so many that. lessons at once. I guess, I guess. You know, <laughs> I love that man with that accent, under, like, explaining Japanese to me. He's like, all right, now I had a sensei, and for those of you who don't know, that means teacher. <laughs> like, I feel like Connor. You're like, yeah, that was my next door neighbor explaining me. Uh, expl explaining he just started watching Squid Games. That is the that is the man. <laughs> yeah, that is the man who taught me how to mow stripes into my lawn. <laughs> See, what you want to do is you want to drive. You want to go up one way and back the other way. Hundred percent, and you want to hedge like you're fucking paid for it. Like you're gonna want to hedge. You're gonna be so happy. You're gonna look. You're gonna you're gonna look outside your window, and you're gonna see a nice, well tended to, cared, loving lawn, and you're gonna think so highly of yourself. Your lady's gonna be nice and happy, and you're gonna be the envy of all these schmucks about you know motherfuckers around here. Yeah, when he's not wrestling or practicing karate, he's just talking shit about people who buy Ryobi power tools. <laughs> and piece of shit right Rio B get you a I'm a uh, Milwaukee boy myself yeah get you a Makita I, I believe in plugging my, my, my tool set in I my shit's gas powered I got a gas powered drill gas powered screwdriver isn't that just a drill sir no. electric, but I converted it <laughs> <laughs> You got one of them multi-tool screwdrivers? Threw it in the garbage. Yeah, I like having... One, LS swapped it. I like having 17 different things. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, but yeah, so Glacier has a regular match against... Well, I wouldn't even say regular match. Like, he's kicking... A, he's, he's fighting Big Bubba. Big Bubba's selling his ass off of being afraid of this guy's kicks. Um, but as Jackie Van said, uh, incredible amount of just dark blue lights um, that made viewing it um, hard to see, which might have been the intention. Yeah, I, I don't know how much y'all know about like colored lighting, but the the color blue in the lighting spectrum travels the least far. So they picked the color that you are able to see with your eyes the least. It's pretty great. <laughs> well, because blue is cold, Connor. <laughs> right, Jackie? Blue is cold. Blue is yeah, very cold. This, this As snow, man who grew up. That, that great blue snow. As a man who grew up in the ice rink. And played on, played on the outdoor rinks. The well, first thing you think of when you cold is blue. 
Well, actually, it's actually it's purple because your hands turn purple, and then it's blue because your face turns blue. Uh, I see. I see. They made the ring pitch black because uh, because it's white. I get it. <laughs> That's what color your your uh, digits are gonna turn after you wrestle with the uh, old glacier man. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Big Bubba wrestling in uh in what was supposed to be a cold arena, um sweating in a sleeveless t-shirt. <laughs> whole lot of leather. Whole, whole lot of whole leather too. Yeah, it's, you think he would be nice and you know I guess he was really warm. Um, just wild. Um, fucking. I'm just like I'm think I can't get over the two things right now. The mental image of of Glacier at home shit talking like electric power tools um and then also glacier the hockey coach <laughs> <laughs> like just yelling at a young jackie van I, we don't I can't need no do a southern accent. Bobby, i got it i can't do a southern accent well enough but it's just the image of glacier in his southern accent standing on the bench with the clipboard in between periods going boys we need to get pucks in deep banging bodies Four lines rolling, pucks on net, pucks in the net, banging bodies, rolling four lines. I just the the image <laughs> of him saying that in a southern accent is just ripping through my head, and I cannot stop laughing. Go ahead, give it. If you're give in it the go. penalty box. I don't want you thinking about what you did. I want you doing your goddamn kata. <laughs> <laughs> you better get in your goddamn kata before you fight somebody. I swear to God. You better get in your fucking stance if you're going to defend against these guys. These are big boys. <laughs> <laughs> Got to throw a roundhouse. Mr. Glacier, I have I have skates on my thing. That'll teach a motherfucker to try you. Slit his motherfucking throat. <laughs> That's their fault for giving you a weapon. His fault for not wearing no neck guard. <laughs> he should have he filed USA Hockey Rule and wore a neck guard. That's his fault. <laughs> Let him get his just that crane kicker coming. I'll tell you. Well, what was who was the who was the hockey player? Was it? No, it wasn't Marion Hosa, right? That stab that basically stabbed somebody with his skate. Who am I thinking of? No, um, I don't know why Marion Hosa came up. Happy I don't know <laughs> Happy Gook. Yes. Um, no. Uh, Clint Malarchuk is the goalie that got his throat cut. By yeah. a guy falling in front of him. Jeff Carter is the guy. I think it was Jeff Carter when he was on the Kings. Got his Achilles tendon cut by a skate. But Jesus. I don't remember a guy actually taking his skate and trying. I know a guy kicked somebody. I can't remember. There's Todd Bertuzzi. Because... That, Todd Bertuzzi. I'm, I'm thinking of Todd Bertuzzi. Uh, it's, it's, it's got its own Wikipedia page. Todd Bertuzzi, Steve Moore incident. Um, happened in a game in 2004 between the Canucks and Avalanche. In the first period, Moore fought Matt Cook of the Canucks and served a five-minute major for fighting. Avalanche would go and build up a large lead in a fight-filled fight game. Late in the third, Pertuzzi was sent to the ice for Vancouver, and after failing to instigate to fight, he skated after Moore, grabbed his jersey, and punched him in the back of the head, knocked him unconscious. That's why. I just associated Todd Pertuzzi. Oh, with yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like yes, Todd Pertuzzi the, also the did something. punch game. Yeah. Yes, I do remember that. I I think he did it more than once because I felt like he did it to Claude Lemieux. He could have. There's he, like if you go to his Wikipedia, when it's, he was with Detroit. 
Or yeah. was it Vancouver? Maybe. It might be the same one that I'm thinking of. He like comes up behind him, grabs him with one hand, and swings the other hand around and clocks him in the jaw. Hold on. And the guy just goes down limp on the ice. So hold on. Here's here's his fucking personal life. Pertuzzi was raised born and raised in Sudbury, Ontario. His father, Albert Pertuzzi is an Italian-Canadian who worked in the window-washing business. When Bertuzzi was a teenager, Albert survived a near-fatal car accident, which was thrown from the vehicle through his windshield. His father has stated that he was proud of his own local reputation as a dirty player and referred to it as a Bertuzzi trait. He said that Bertuzzi takes after him in regards to his toughness and aggression. His great-uncle, Larry, is a Toronto-based lawyer who has done arbitration work in the NHL, including the Eric Lindros trade. So basically... His dad was a scumbag, too, and he's like, yeah, whatever. We're, we're <laughs> well, scum- so, is his, uh, so is his nephew. His nephew is Tyler Bertuzzi, who plays for the Red Wings right now, and he's mm. got, like, three teeth missing up front. He wears this raggedy, disgusting, unwashed hair, like, shoulder length, and he does the, like, exact same thing, except he's a little bit – he's actually skilled because he scored, like, four goals the other night, like, hold, three hold weeks on. ago. <laughs> it gets be- – he also – uh, oh no no sorry. Uh, he has a son uh, who was drafted to the OHL second. Uh, Tag Bertuzzi. Man, if you name your kid Tag, I, that kid is either <laughs> that kid is getting in so many fights. That kid's getting in so oh, many fights. Oh, many fights. That's that's the Doug Glad of the OHL. <laughs> He's like, his job is he can't skate, but his job is solely to fight people. I mean, he can skate well enough to get drafted second in the o- OHL, so that's pretty good. I feel this like it's true. But, true. but definitely, get, second, he he's skate. getting in fights in the locker room, like at like, the schoolyard. He's not getting like nobody's touching him on this on the oh ice ring. He's running away. He's so fast of a skater because he's like, I'm not getting hit. I fuck this. I get hit enough out to name your kid Tag. Yeah, that that kid has the same he might energy. Make a great watch. That might, it's true. <laughs> he might. Uh, Tag has the same energy that my good buddy Pat has. Uh, Pat and I went, uh, grew up together, uh, part of a friend group that knew each other since we were five. Mm-hmm. Pat was playing a game for the public high school in our town. I went to the private high school, and Pat went uh, was playing varsity that year, but he got asked to play a JV game. He got mad at himself for not playing well enough. And in between periods when they went to the locker room for a nice cut with the Zamboni, Pat decided to punch the door and break his hand. (laughs) (laughs) Because he was mad at himself for not playing well enough. Not like mad about somebody else. Simply mad at himself for not playing well enough because he was a varsity player playing JV and decided to punch a locked door. There... I know so many people like that. I feel like my brothers used to be like that, where if like he was just over over critical of himself, like and then combined with being explosively angry, would be like throwing things or punching things. Um, but never to the point where he would like he pulled his punches, like he was, or he would just kick something. Um, but then again, he was also very quick to throw a headbutt at somebody in a fight. So. Uh, I think he just saved it for when the when the time called. But yeah, I know so many people who are like, "Fuck, I should be doing better," and then they just break their ankle because they kick something so hard. Yes, <laughs> that's that's Tag Bertuzzi. He's, he's yeah. too busy trying to fight everybody else off. He gets pissed off that he missed a wide open net, but he punched the wall. Uh, but yeah, so Bertuzzi's are just yeah no. Uh, 
But see, this is, that's the fun part about the dork side. Was like, I'm like, fuck it, just go on a tangent about Todd fucking Bertuzzi and his family. Um, right, exactly. But yeah, so the glacier. Let me explain where we go, what happens after, okay? Because normally I would have showed you what happened after, but for time's sake, there's a lot to show you. I'll just tell you. So a couple, a month or two after he's he debuts, another Mortal Kombat-esque character debuts by the name Mortis. He is dressed almost similarly to Reptile. He's wearing green. Oh, he's got a mask. He's got a skull mask. Um, uh, performed by the wrestler Chris Canyon, who is regarded as one of the most innovative maneuver creating wrestlers but just couldn't be charismatic at all but that's also there's other things behind him where like he's um he was closeted the whole time he was wrestling and um was always self-conscious about that uh here is the character uh mortis uh for for the two of you to see and if you're somebody who is listening to this wondering just m-o-r-t-i-s-w-c-w that's Mortis. As you can see, he's a skeleton death lord with a cane of some kind and a cape. Looks like somebody made their own uh, Halloween costume. <laughs> right? Uh he is uh he was wrestling with he would wrestle with uh the manager uh James uh uh, uh Father James uh who was the sinister minister uh in some other places. He was basically a you know just this demonic manager of unholy shit there's a promotional pic of glacier and mortis <laughs> and as you can see mortis has his hands as if he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing <laughs> and so and and now there was a so so in 2003 um Chris Canyon, when working for WWE, in an effort to get booked on television, returned back to Mortis, but he went with a purple variant. So that one's just yeah, there. that's way better, way better, right? You know, it's uh, way better. I mean, it helps that he had a little bit of money to his name, so he could uh, do that, and he wasn't looking like the <laughs> the 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 staff. It has like a Harley a Harley Quinn uh, a jo like jester hat, and it's just. Yeah, it's just, it, don't know why it's and it, has the, it has the candy cane striping, too. It just makes it look <laughs> like a fucking clown show. Yeah. The bottom one, the ribs are a little bit more anatomically accurate. And I think that matters. I, I think it matters. Yeah. It looks like he didn't make it himself. Yeah, it looks like he, he was able to pay somebody to make it. Now, this Mortis would lose a one-on-one -on -one battle fight match to Glacier. Um. But that wouldn't be the end of it. No, 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 no. For Father James had, James Mitchell had another warrior by the name of Wrath. Oh, God. Oh, now, that was pretty cool. Now, Wrath is uh, the wrestler Brian Clark, who also was Adam Bomb. Um, but he was a big dude, just very physically imposing. And he had like, every, he was like nine tenths of the wrestler you would want. To, to cheer for as a kid right he's he's big he's jacked up he's incredibly strong and he just does some really cool shit 
and he looks like a pro wrestler, and then he talks, and it just loses it. Um, so the thing about Wrath is he did not wrestle wearing a mask. He refused to. <laughs> so <laughs> they're like, fine, because they wanted him to wrestle in that helmet. And he was like, no, I'm not doing that. So he was able to wrestle um, without it, and he was basically the other evil guy. So the whole thing is co- referred to as co- uh, Blood Runs Cold. Um, because... He didn't want to wrestle in the helmet because his underbite was punching into it. I understand. I've had to be rubbing his jaw raw. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's, uh, he's just a big... Um, he's a big dude who beat up on people, and now he's normally was wearing, you know, a black with a little purple accents to his gear. This culminates at, with Glacier consistently being ganged up on two on one until three time world champion Ernest Miller comes to rescue Glacier. Now, Ernest Miller has been talked about many times on this here podcast. Uh, The two of you, I don't know if you remember listening to the very first uh, Dork Side of the Ring on Tyler's podcast. Mm -hmm. Ernest Miller is a very charismatic man who, not very good at wrestling, but he's charismatic as fuck. He comes in, but he's not exactly charismatic, but he's kind of feeling that, that, um, that, yeah, Johnny Johnny Cage role. And here's another picture so that I'll put it together. This is what he saves Glacier wearing. And it's almost verbatim what Johnny Cage wears. Blue shirt, black pants, necklace. <laughs> and that leads that leads to a much talked about, uh talked up match going into it. Tag match, Glacier and Ernest Miller versus Wrath and Mortis. Uh, so that's where that goes, and it's literally—it's almost ripped verbatim. If you if you know anything about uh, Mortal Kombat, it is Earthrealm versus Outworld, and uh, okay. it, it, it's not good wrestling. It, but it is good. It is good entertainment because if you just sit back and take it for what is being presented to you, while they are doing this very serious storyline where the nwo is slowly taking over wcw people are coming in to join nwo um around the same time it is it is revealed that the president of wcw is actually a member of the nwo and that's where you know he's that's how nwo has been getting away with what they've been doing is that he's been you know kind of setting it up all these very realistic elements, stories, you know, guys being upset that their wife is be is hanging out with another man. Um, you know, people just upset over general things like, Hey, this guy's, this guy's, cro- he's a crooked ref. I have a problem with that. Like, no, no, he's not a crooked ref. No, 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 he's not, but he is. Um, and then you have this over the top cartoonish as fuck video game copying storyline. That is affectionately called Blood Runs Cold. Um, and that's basically 1996 for Glacier. Glacier shows up again throughout 97. They try him where he, he does this thing where he sells his gear to somebody who's trying to make it into the business, basically. <laughs> uh, he's like, here, you can have all my stuff. Uh, but your manager has to pay me. And he just kind of comes out as Glacier without all the extra shit. He, doesn't, he just comes out wearing his gear. 
puts he loses matches to people and then kind of disappears. Uh, Ernest the Cat. I, oh, go ahead. I, I can see in the picture, the Johnny Cage picture you just sent. I can see Glacier <laughs> having a good old time in the background. <laughs> yeah, he is <laughs> He just missed his third straight you up text. He got he got fucking like just bo- bodied by these two guys, uh, and it, it gets better. Like, and and uh, the funny thing is, of the four guys involved in this story, Glacier, Ernest Miller, uh, Mo- uh, Mortis, and Wrath. All the other three are with W with WCW until it closes its until it's bought out in two thousand one. Okay. Uh, Mortis becomes Chris Can- becomes Canyon becomes Chris Canyon becomes positively Canyon back to Chris Canyon. He has uh, he has a U.S. title run. He's a multiple time tag champion. Ernest Miller becomes an over the top charismatic character. Uh, he becomes the King of Soul. He gets a dance battle with um, with James Brown. He becomes the commissioner of WCW. And Wrath goes on an undefeated streak shortly after Goldberg starts his. He loses it around the same, slightly before. Uh, and then he becomes one half of the tag team known as Chronic, um, whose their whole thing is kind of like, you know, smoke weed. But it's, they don't smoke weed. It's very weird. Uh, <laughs> like their finisher is is light is like um, is uh, time to burn or burn time, you know, burning okay. time. But they don't ever themselves make allusions to smoking weed or four twenty or anything. Like the the announcers will be like, "Well, it must be four twenty somewhere," because then they come in and whoop that, and they're just two big dudes beating people up. None of it makes sense. It's That's just like incredible. So they're just like encouraging people to smoke weed. They're like, they're <laughs> yeah. like what was that old show? Was it Pla- uh, Captain Planet or whatever? But instead yes. of actually doing anything, they're just like, yeah, man, you should smoke <laughs> weed. We don't, but like, I get why you would, and you should. <laughs> here, here, this is this is chronic. Okay, now does this picture? Either one of you can tell me. Does this picture scream anything about smoking weed? Absolutely not. Uh, no, not really. I was thinking maybe the barbed wire was a leaf. It's not. It's barbed wire. No, it's definitely yeah, <laughs> definitely just barbed wire. There is there is one set their their debut. The guy on the left, Brian Adams, says something about um, blazing one up, but it, it, they're making allusions like we're gonna set up, we're gonna set this tag division, we're gonna blaze up the tag division, you know. Yeah. And that's about it. <laughs> the guy on the right is upset with me for thinking he might smoke weed. That's wrath. That is the that is that is the that's same guy. That's he got the a same... job pick. Look at him. Hey. <laughs> 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 yeah. No. Maybe got to shave down a little bit after he got some extra steroids. Um. But yeah. The uh. It, like this glacier goes nowhere for anybody involved. Really. Like all the characters are dropped. Uh, the cat. The, the the funniest thing about it is, Ernest the Cat Miller goes on to be basically be a very bad a bad wrestler, but an incredible personality. Uh, he is constantly yelling at fat women. He is constantly yelling at fat guys. Connor, this is your guy because he talks about how fat and smelly wrestling fans are. 
Oh like my he'll... god, that seems so mean. <laughs> like he'll, well, he's, a, he's, he's always been he's presented as a heel, but he's getting this heat because he's like, look here, fat boy, I'll go in there, I'll whoop you six ways from Sunday, I'll come back here, beat this jabroni, and then I'll go back and do this and, that. and like he just just would tell everybody he would constantly agitate agitate the hell out of people. It's incredible stuff. And that goes to, back to your point, Jackie, which is like if you tell me wrestling, if you, like, I, so I tell people wrestling is entertainment. It's a lot of fun to watch. It's not to be taken seriously because wrestling is at its best when it's not serious. What we watched was wrestling not being, ta- not being serious. Like they were taking it seriously. We're not though. We're getting to laugh yeah. at this fucking Mortal Kombat character come to life. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And like the other experience I've had with wrestling is you sending me the Steiner math. <laughs> I go back and watch that every now and then, and it makes me laugh every time. It is. It's always good. Scott Steiner. Um, I I want to do what I want to do is I want to get when I have the time, basically go through some of his greatest promos, record them, and that's an episode of Dorkside, because. <laughs> Like the Steiner math is the tippy top, but there's been ones where he like he basically shits on WCW, where he works live on television, and shits on Ric Flair. Says his his dick hasn't worked in fucking ten years. That he's the real space, and it's just like incredible stuff <laughs> because he's he's a big muscled up guy that like is just yelling, and it's like I'm scared. Because he he seems like he's about to become unhinged, and he ends up becoming unhinged in 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 the sense of the stories, but uh, also just like a legitimately tough guy. I've got an idea of a promo when you do get that episode together. Huh? You've got to get some chain mail and redo the Steiner Master. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other podcasts. Beautiful. If they were to go one on one with the dork side of the ring, would have a fifty percent chance. <laughs> But I'm not a I'm not they're they're regular podcasts and I'm not normal. <laughs> so yeah, best you have a twenty five percent chance best at best, and that's like literally is it where he's just stammering through the some of it. The best the he's best thing doing is doing math in his head and then just saying the worst math you've ever heard. But it's right. <laughs> it's absolutely it's so right. Where he's like, if you you know if you you take you take your twenty five percent chance if we were to go one on one and add it to my add it to your thirteen your your you know your thirty three to third percent and minus your thirty three to third percent chance, you got eight percent chance to beat me. But I. I got a 66 and two-thirds percent chance because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me if we were to go one-on-one in a wrestling match. So you take my 66 and two-thirds, add it to my 75, I got 137% two-thirds chance at winning the title as sacrifice. You see, Senor Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you as sacrifice. There you go. Just get some chain mail, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> but the best part about it, the, the the best part about it is, at the, there. So he's got he's got a um he's got like a a a tag team. So with little Petey Pump, who's this who they used to call the Maple Leaf, the just he was Petey Williams, just really in shape, and they started calling him Little Petey Pump, the Canadian Maple Leaf Muscle. And he joins up with Steiner. He becomes like the tag. They basically do this thing because 
There's a match concept in TNA called Feaster Fired. There's four briefcases hanging on each corner or hanging in a corner. And one is a title shot for the world title. One is for the X Division title, which is like their second secondary title. One for a tag team title. And then there's one where you get fired. Um, <clears throat> and it's the very first one is infamous because they actually fired the per that's how the one person found out that they were going to lose. They got fired. Um, they ended up rehiring them like a couple of months later. Cause it was kind of like very bad. <laughs> like, yeah, that's how you got fired live on national television in pay-per-view. Good job. Um, Wait, is but that the actual real life person figured out they were fired? Yes. Like they were legitimately <laughs> fired. They were told what fucking, they were told what, uh, what briefcase to get. Like, hey, these are the four people. You're going to grab this one. You're going to grab this one. You're going to grab this one. And then they opened it. It's basically, hey, congrats. You got a world title shot. Hey, congrats. You got a tag title shot. Hey, congrats. You got this. Hey, you got fired. Congrats. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, wrestling is, wrestling is very, is still very much a carnival business. Um, but, in the story, uh, uh, so Scott Steiner won one, and Petey Williams won one. Petey Williams got the world title shot, and Scott Steiner got the X Division title shot. So this is so he basically, you know, conv slowly convinces Petey Williams to take the X Division, and then the tr for them to trade the title shots on the deal that he would mentor him. So at the end of this all, right, Petey is trying to keep track of it. Says, "Fuck it, I don't, I don't, I'm not keeping track with this math." And then, as Scott's like, that's it. Promo done. Home run. Let's go. And then Petey's like, hey, hey, Scott. You know how you say that, you know, Scott Steiner's got your hookup? Well, P Petey Pump, little Petey Pump is the one, or Maple Leaf Muscle is the one you should look up. And then kills the entire promo. Like, if it would have just ended with Steiner's math, incredible promo. Petey just goes, I got to get this line in, though. And I'm like, ugh. And it's like one of those things that's like, sometimes it's better just to get it get your shit later yeah but yeah that hilarious just absolutely unhinged deranged and he's actually like a like went to school at michigan got a degree from michigan so like a, a decent school has got a degree in um if you're an ohio state fan you're going to disagree i understand um hey, but hey, hey. what we are a pro michigan podcast here i i didn't say ohio I, State, State Ohio is the one giving out fake degrees here. Hey, I'm not go again. I'm gonna leave those comments lie. I'm just acknowledging that some people from Ohio State may disagree with with Michigan being a credible state, uh, credible university. Listen, I listen, listen. We're not the one who let Urban Meyer teach a character class. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Again, we're gonna leave those comments lie. <laughs> <laughs> Neither confirm nor deny that I support that. Um. In that form of slander. Absolutely. Actually, you know, fuck it. You know, fuck. I still can't believe they did that. Erwin <laughs> Meyer, you're a high character human being. Yes, I am. I've only faked two different heart diseases at this point. <laughs> I guess I, I shouldn't say faking it. There, he probably does. It's just, it's conveniently in need of taking care of when he wants to, when he has to leave. Right. Uh, the high altitude in, in Utah is bad for my heart condition. I'm going to take this job in Florida. Oh hey, I'm I'm about two years from finding out that my uh my star my star tight end one of my star tight ends is a actual gang member uh and uh, one of our receivers was is a um 
has no problem shouting the N-word out in public. You, I, my heart, my ticker, I got a bad ticker. Oh, at the same time, Jim Trussell is getting fired because somebody went and got free tattoos? <laughs> okay, so Utah to Florida, like, that's crazy. The, the altitude's hurting my heart. How's crystal meth? back to florida he's in florida again yeah yeah he's back now he's 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 back on the shit (laughs) couldn't he couldn't kick the habit he went to ohio state where their meth just isn't the same no no it's not are you kidding me the, yeah. It's it's about heritage down in Florida, and there is a heritage of crystal meth cooking down there. <laughs> I, I will say that it's on the state flag. Look it up. I don't know why this made. <laughs> I don't know why this just repopulated in my head, but there is a segment on Chicago sports radio where they read a news headline and decide whether it's Ohio or Florida. Oh wow! Okay, and so okay, yeah, it's like um, monkey escapes like. Someone's house and robs a convenience store. Did it happen in Ohio or did it happen in Florida? And more times than not, you think it's one and it's the other one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why they're talking about on ESPN radio in Chicago, but I want to say it was the Waddle and Sylvie show. And they would do that where they would read out a headline and the rest of the crew had to decide whether it was an Ohio or a Florida story. I know, I know the Corolla show used to do something like that, but it was Germ, it was Florida or Europe. <laughs> like Ooh. that's that's how big the, the other side of it was. Was how 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 like when did this? Where did this happen? Either the state of Florida or the entire continent of Europe. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Jesus fucking Christ. Ah, but we we're running out of time here. Oh, before. We do the final farewells and such. Final thoughts on the Glacier character, the Glacier story that I told, anything and anything we discussed today. I'm just over here thinking about Ryobi tools, man. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, that was it was great. I, I would say it would say electric, but it was very icy. It was great. Uh, I'm cold. I'm probably going to grab a blanket after this, but I might go watch that entire... I might watch everything he's ever done. I might watch the tag team where he just gets his ass kicked for the whole year. <laughs> there's, um, there's a YouTube account that goes over the Monday Night Wars, um, but they have an actual... Because I wanted to see if there was a compilation of the promos, and they actually go over all of his run. Um, so that might be worth checking out. I can, if I find it again, I can send you a link there, Connor. Definitely send me a link. I'm so curious. <laughs> I will. Uh, Jackie, what about yourself? Final thoughts about Glacier, uh, and, uh, everything we discussed on the episode today. Um, after going over the Mortis and, um, Wrath, and I'm apologizing because I'm terrible with names. The other guy who's the ripoff of Johnny Cage. Uh, Ernest Miller. Yes, Ernest Miller. Yes. The fact that those three managed to have longer careers than our our dear friend Glacier has me both shocked 
and also make sense all at the same time. And I can't wrap my head around why his character was the first introduced and it flopped so hard. But it also makes sense because his belt buckles the universe. <laughs> you imagine having the <laughs> imagine having the universe at your belt buckle and you couldn't even you couldn't stay in a company for more than two years. His evil was at his back, man. He wasn't he wasn't keeping an eye on it. It was at his back and it came up to get him. <laughs> if he were to do it all again, he puts that evil face on his front so he can keep a good guy. He keeps keep evil from <laughs> Yeah, really dropped the ball on his part. Yeah. Great costume That's design. The really piss poor planning. Yeah. Have the universe at your you know, have let the universe have your back, you know. Keep evil in front of you. I think that's right. the biggest takeaway uh that we can have here is always Make it a shirt. <laughs> evil I'm just gonna have evil in the front and then universe on the back. Yeah. Just like a little a little a little it doesn't say anything. It's just the evil face as a little <laughs> logo, like where the belt buckle should be, and then a giant universe logo on the back of the shirt. <laughs> it says nothing else. That's all no, it is. That's all it is. That'd be good. That'd be, with like snow in the front, maybe. You know, this yeah. Way. <laughs> but like not not like snow, but like the most cartoon, basic ass, cut it out of a piece of paper snowflake that you can think of. Hmm. Oh, yes, I know exactly like what you're talking about. I dye it with the darkest blue you can find in black. <laughs> <laughs> it's a black, it's only, it's a black shirt only that has blue font. Dark blue font. <laughs> Dark blue font. <laughs> it, it's going to be the worst selling shirt of all time. I'll buy one. That's I'm going to buy four. <laughs> you can only tell that this is blue letters in Florida. You can't. <laughs> Every so often it lights up. Like, wow, I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> it doesn't say anything make sure and then you go to play laser tag in it and then you can read everything <laughs> <laughs> that's good uh boy all right well uh thank you for the t-shirt idea there jack i appreciate that as uh yeah, absolutely <laughs> that is good uh so let's let's get out of here but before we do that once more time let the people know where they can find you what you guys work got working on you can talk a little bit more about the vault um, and anything else you guys are working on? I know Jackie, you have a, you had the you get the, the power play quarterback podcast. Um, I don't know if that's yes. I don't know if that's on hiatus with the vault, or I don't know. You can go into that more. But Jackie, floor is yours. At fir- first, go ahead. Yep. So you can find us the vault with Connor and Jackie currently on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Um, we do use Anchor to distribute, so if there is something that you would like us to put it on to listen to, um, we are more than happy to do that. Uh, but those are the big three that we're on right now. Um, we have a Discord coming soon, um, just doing the little final preparations on that so that we can get our listeners integrated in a similar um, model that Tyler has. And for show promos and just following the um live of your great uh co-host of the podcast my um instagram is jjvanerm and the number 99 on instagram uh, i usually try to post my story um occasionally do a little preview of when we do get a podcast episode up 
Um, but other than that, looking forward to more stories. Looking forward to having you on, Grub. Um, and yeah, kick it over to Connor. All right. Well, I rarely use Instagram. Uh, it's mostly just a flex posting kind of thing. Um, but you can find me on Instagram at Connor Lane. Uh, two N's, one R, and an O. Wait, C O N N O R. You got it. Um, if you use two then, R's, you will find his um, fascist communist regime um, that he posts under fakely. Fascist and communist. That's a tough get. <laughs> yes. You know what? That is. might be a new bit. Let's, uh, cut this out, Grum. I want to get. Let's get this bit Look, uh, by the time by the, by the time this comes out, your bit will your will like th- your bit will be fully you know planted. Oh, good, 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 good. Um, you can find me on Twitter, which I use pretty regularly at S Connor Lane, uh, the aforementioned first name that I'm wanting to get rid of. Uh, so um, yeah, just find me on there. Find me on a uh, Vault Podcast. I'll probably be on a uh, Power Play Quarterback if it comes uh, when, whenever it comes out uh, at some point again and. Yeah, I look forward to having you on there, Grum. We're going to have Whack, uh, Whack Human Being come on as well. We got him slated up. And we'll have Pudge. We'll get, we get, we're, we're working in a few guests. We're going to have a mostly solo, but we're definitely going to have some options there. So yeah. look forward to you yeah. talking to you guys further. Looking forward to uh, getting, this, getting this ball rolling even further. So appreciate you, Grum. Hey. Yes, and the power play quarterback is... In a holding pattern, just trying to figure out what I want to do with that. So when that gotcha. has more details, I will get back to y'all on that. Hell yeah! Uh, well, thank you guys. I'm glad. Um, you know, I I, I like. I'm glad Connor decided uh, to plug the podcast for sure. I know that that's why he thought I was bringing you guys on. Um, and not to have a good conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Connor, you got ratted the fuck out. <laughs> Jackie's like, yeah. He called me. He said Grum wants us on the podcast to plug our podcast. You know, and I'm like. No, yes, but no. <laughs> that's, not I, that's not what I said, first See, of all. The old what you said. Oh, boy. I read the text to Grum, and I said, he said that we were go- you were invited on to Grum's podcast to promo our podcast. And I said, that's funny, because Grum reached out to me as well. Huh. That's not how I remember it. I got received. And you can't and you can't blame it on on being uh being under the influence of some medication uh at all because this is two weeks before <laughs> you, you your surgery. Which I, the fact you're here, it sounds like you're doing all right. And I that is good to hear. Um and uh glad that glad you were able to do it. Hopefully you're not in pain. Uh, doing this oh no not at all i just can't, can't eat anything other than that we're good that's not funny you doing smoothies is that what it is that what, how you get your nutrients bro i'm just rocking insure every day oh boy man your bowels are in a fucking fight for their lives <laughs> no dude just uh yeah uh, we're we're fucking shit up over here it's fine oh yeah you're fucking shit up all right uh <laughs> But thank you guys, Jack users Jackie Van and Connor Lane, CPF's close personal friends, pals of the Vault with Connor and Jackie, with Jackie and Connor, the Vault, Vault the Connor with the Jackie. Uh, I'm just gonna keep throwing it out there, but the Vault with Connor and Jackie. 
Uh, appreciate you guys being here on the dork side of the ring. I can't wait to get you guys on again in the future. Absolutely. Happy to come uh, back. I look forward to fun. it. Love you guys. Thanks for coming on. All right. Thanks, too. man. Rest in peace to Connor's plumbing and his bowels. Drinking nothing but insure. Couldn't imagine it. Don't want to imagine it. Thank you guys for coming on. Please go check out their podcast, The Vault, with Connor and Jackie doing deep dives on single topics, similar to what we do here, but much more uh, involved and uh, uh, informative. Whereas, like, we just fucked around, talked about mowing lessons, like getting getting taught how to tend to your lawn by fucking Glacier. Uh, you can check out Jackie's social media at Jackie Van. 99 on Twitter and Connor's at S Connor Lane on Twitter as well. Thank you guys for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, link in the in the description of this episode for their podcast. We'll take you straight to it on their Apple Store. Uh, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it for coming on. And next week we will be joined by two more fantastic CPFs, close personal friends, users Susie and user. Evil ESPN hanging out talking about the trial of Eric Bischoff. That was a fun one to do, um, mainly because Susie's an actual lawyer. So, uh, wrestling a wrestling trial, uh, a wrestling doing a trial in a courtroom, uh, and it being everything that wrestling and trying to do law would be. Um, it's a wild watch. Uh, I forgot how. Just like ridiculous, it got. I remembered. I I just remembered from that was Mick Foley when they got recess, being excited to uh, eat his lunch in which his mother packed moon pies, and we talk a little bit about moon pies and how disgusting they are, as well as some other, um, uh, you know, big you know childhood baked goods uh, like Little Debbie's and and uh, and uh, the such. But that's next week. This week. We're done here. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you once again for visiting me on the dork side of the ring. Go check out Jackie Van and Connor Lane's podcast, The Vault with Connor and Jackie. I appreciate it if you guys do that. I appreciate them being here. Can't wait. That I'm sure I can bring them countless hours of content as well for their podcast in the future. But we'll 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 work worry about that in the future thank you for checking us out this week once again here on the dork side of the ring go check out the patreon if you have not yet already support.grom.tv that'll take you straight to the patreon so that you can see exactly what you're getting there you get these episodes a week early you get new content that's exclusive to the patreon such as the watch alongs uh and whatnot you also get the gloriousness that is live streams in my discord uh to of of uh, my content my other content and whatnot you also uh can go and continue to support us for free by telling people sharing it sharing it word of mouth telling your friend you tell one person you know hey hey remember mortal Kombat? yeah wrestling they tried to do that in wrestling one time i listened to this podcast it's actually a very fun podcast they for some reason, we're talking about mowing lessons with uh, the guy who tried to do a Mortal Kombat character. And they'll be like, no way, what's it called? You tell them the Dork Side of the Ring podcast, the one with the cartoon faces. That's the one. Uh, you can also um, just find us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, at Dork Side Ring. Tweet us there. 
share, uh, comment on stuff. I actually have to do better with that. That's my 2022 resolution is to be better active with uh, Dorkside on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, you can also go to the Apple podcast page, leave a five-star review that will help us grow, help us climb the charts of this of this here wrestling category and also leave the full leave the review too not just the five stars but you leave that you write a review i'm gonna read it here i read them here we do that every first of the month uh when there are there when they're here or the first podcast of the month i should say the first of the month of the first podcast of the month but i appreciate it thank you guys so much i will see you guys next week for the trial of eric bischoff with Susie and evil espn thank you guys so much i will see you guys next week thank you for joining me here on the dark side of the ring podcast and remember wrestling is a lot more fun when no one's taking it seriously i am grum i'm your purveyor of all things dorky within the within the scope of professional wrestling and sports entertainment and this has been dork side of the ring podcast